0: Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we bring you OOF and their self-titled debut. Out now on Winona's own Weeds Records. OOF is Tyler Steinley, founder of Weeds Records and drummer extraordinaire for Sleeping Jesus, Aflatus, and Swashbuckler. A staple and a force in the Winona music scene, Tyler's, or OOF's, story is a familiar one as of late. When COVID-19 quarantines hit, other music projects slowed down and OOF was born. OOF is made up of six tracks that take you on a delightful romp through some cool grooves, electro pop, and lo-fi indie sounds. OOFDA! I'm Bill Stonberg and this is No Goof. Stick around for some great tunes and conversation from OOF, tonight on The Sound. That was OOF intro by OOF from right here in Winona, Minnesota. And uh, OOF is actually Tyler Stinley, who many of you may know as the drummer for uh, Winona band Sleeping Jesus and Aflatus, as well as the founder of Weeds Records here in Winona. Mm -hmm. And um, Tyler, I'm sure I'm missing other people you play with, too. uh, Swashbuckler. Swashbuckler, that's that's right. That's a more recent thing, though. Yeah, so... Wow. Uh, busy, busy guy. Um, yeah. h- how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. Cool. You know, lots
1: of lots of stuff. Like we were talking about earlier, a lot of projects, including the CP, are reaching the final stages. So it's like the end of a musical chapter. So it feels nice.
0: Right, right. Well, like yeah, before we turn the mics on, um, you were kind of talking about that because... Um, well you have this this EP um, mm-hmm. just self-titled oof uh, it came out uh, February 4th um, mm-hmm. and then there was there was another uh, you dropped some other stuff on on bandcamp on the mm-hmm. um, just recently February 25th um, and you were kind of explaining to me that that was just beats and stuff yep. and you know just getting stuff out there. Um, so, so how'd this come together? How did OOF, like, what did it evolve out of? Because I know you're yeah. very busy in, like, I mean, you know, we mentioned bands you played drums with, um, Weeds Records, mm-hmm. you know, so you're recording other people, releasing mm-hmm. other people, promoting other people. Yeah. Um, how'd you find time to do OOF? And is that where the name comes from? Like, OOF. <laughs>
1: no, I just, I, I don't even remember where it came from, but I just thought it was short and simple, and it's, like, a very distinct sound you right know? yeah yeah and yeah totally. so that's kind of why i went with it but um honestly i know this is a tale as old as time now but um covid because okay, I, I was sure. unemployed right th- it was locked down and then i have a cousin who i'm very close with that i kind of like did a bunch of music stuff with throughout college he lived in minneapolis though and he actually moved to norway um during okay. everything to be with his partner. And Mm -hmm. so he had a bunch of recording equipment he couldn't take with him. So he gave it all to me. And then I had time, and I've been inspired because by this time we were in the thick of recording the Sleeping Jesus album. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was really inspiring because I always messed around, but I never did anything seriously as far as learning it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I saw you know like our producer mike doing stuff that just blew me away and then nick is like a creative genius and (laughs) like everyone in that band it just like knows a bunch of stuff and so Mm -hmm. watching that and absorbing i was like i want to be part of this and so i literally just like watched youtube for right non-stop learning a bunch of stuff recording a bunch of stuff cool and then i just kept building and building and then um the ep itself is uh I have never been a very confident like songwriter or okay. like vocalist so that's a lot of auto like yeah, <laughs> straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um and so but then as I got to a point with producing I was like you know I would send songs to people and try to collaborate with friends but then I was just like man I just like kind of want to try Tough stuff and then it. some of them turned out pretty cool i thought Uh, and so then like i still only once in a while do it i like make i'm definitely still a producer first i would say Mm -hmm. but it's like if i feel inspired or like a melody pops up and it fits on the song then it's like okay then i run with it and then that's why that's actually a collection of a bunch of songs that i put out on soundcloud and just like put out maybe one every three months over the past year and then i just kind of took a step back and i was like oh i could make one more, which is the one that I made with Doug Boodle, Cashier. Um, And then I was like, and then this is like a little project. So then it just kind of came out of nowhere. I remixed them Uh because there were some things as my knowledge increased that I like didn't like. So I went back and tweaked them, but not too much because then I would have just kind of went crazy. So I kind of left them where they were. Yeah, you
0: can. You can go down rabbit Mm. holes and be mixing and remixing for years, (laughs) (laughs) you know.
1: And then uh, that's just kind of where it came from. So the project, and I like started thinking about it maybe at the end of 2021. Okay. And then it was cashier actually was finished because me and Dante were sending stuff back and forth. And it all kind of just so happened that it was like, basically I finished it the day before my birthday, which is January 4th. And so I was like, oh, cool. Well, you know 26 is a big you know change time of change or whatever Uh and so i'm like well cool i just did this thing out of nowhere so i'm gonna put it out a month later and then Mm -hmm. just
0: keep doing stuff nice very nice so like when you acquired that recording gear Mm -hmm. um did that play into like what was the timing here with like weeds records too like Mm -hmm. is that where that was kind of born out of this interest of recording
1: um weeds started a year before that oh, just because okay. that was
0: something i always wanted
1: to do okay and like i nice. you know helped with some other different music companies in college get started up and stuff but it mm-hmm. never nothing turned out to be the exact thing that i wanted to provide i suppose which is just what right. i do with the label you know is just right. like promote and yeah push stuff and um so that's what that came out that came out in uh summer 2019
0: right that's okay, when we started okay. yeah okay nice um <laughs> so uh maybe we should get back to some music. Let's play some more music for folks so they yeah. can hear like kind of more what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um just for everyone out there, I'm talking to Tyler Steinley right now. Uh we're talking about his uh, new solo effort called Oof. Uh so um this next tune here is a tune called uh, Etc, or is it Etcetera? Uh, et etc. Et okay, yeah. cool. Well, this next one is called Etcetera. It's from Oof, and uh, we'll re- we'll be right back after this with Tyler Steinley of Oof, and uh, here it is, etc right here on the Sound on eighty nine point five KQAL.
2: I'm running alone, the ceiling blocks all my empathy Made a glass but they still flip the bird at me The more you catch what meets the eye They only wanna criticize Twelve hours alone with one road ahead of me Not thinking much anymore gives me anxiety Only straight ahead, making up what I'm seeing I never look both ways, that's why I'm not believing I don't know what I want to find Out between the dotted lines I don't wanna wait, anticipate what isn't coming yet. Sometimes I feel what isn't real, my dreams are counterfeit. I'm feeling like I might burn out. Doing all I can to turn back around. I won't fade away another day, is what I always said. Say what I mean and what you need and not pretend. Doing all I can to make it sound again, etc. I don't mean this in a bad way. I don't have a the up and the cars are no and
0: that was etc that's from the um, um, debut ep from oof which is tyler steinley and i have tyler in the studio with me today um, so tyler you know between this EP and then all the mm-hmm. beats that you've dropped online and everything, that's a lot of tunes, Yeah, you know, and we were talking about kind of how OOF evolved and came out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like, how do you go about creating, you know? Yeah. Like, the, like your writing process, do you, mm-hmm. like, uh, is it just like a melody that you start with or mm-hmm. lyrics or, you like, how, how does it start for you? What's the seed?
1: Yeah, so I kind of got good at N- like realize you know being aware of like when i'm feeling creative and when mm-hmm. i'm not so that's a big right, first step because yeah. i would always like kind of if i especially at the beginning of lockdown i had nothing but time mm-hmm. if i had a day where i didn't do anything i would like feel weird and right. guilty yeah. and i got to a point where i was just like no, like just when i want to so that was mm-hmm. a big first step so nice. first of all it's like you know i i got to be in that mindset which is still pretty often you mm-hmm. know like i'm yeah. working on stuff and then i usually just sit down i either hear I'm always online. Like I follow producers on Instagram and stuff that okay. make like, beat videos. So that's where a lot of inspiration came nice. from too. And sometimes they put out beat packs. Um, so then I get those and like something in there might inspire me. So then I build mm-hmm. a beat or maybe I feel like recording my live drums and making a drum break. And then I, you know, I find inspiration first, which often comes from samples or beats. Okay. Those okay. are kind of like drum breaks. Right, and right. then from there, melody I'm horrible with. Like a lot of my melodies are just samples, which I've gotten better at um, not just like taking the sample and putting in the song <laughs> and then build, <laughs> studying it. Like I've been right. messing with flipping it. So yeah. say I suppose like yep. just like building stuff off of it in a more interesting way. So that's kind of where a lot of melodies come right. from. But um, specifically Bender, which we'll get to on the EP, that one I was excited about because the drum break is a sample, but the rest of that is all me playing. Nice. So that was that nice. was the intent of that beat. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of a
0: cool beat. And then I made cool. the song. Cool. So did you, um, well, we'll get to that song later. Yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about that song specifically. But um, <laughs> so, so, are they, so when you start, you know writing the tune mm-hmm. um is it all part of the recording process too do you do it all at once or, or do you kind of like sketch it out and write it and then mm-hmm. be like all right now i'm gonna lay it down
2: yeah uh beat first
1: okay. and then and
0: then, but everything in the building of the beat
1: unless i like found a chord progression where i was just messing around on mm-hmm. a keyboard or something it's always like in the process. Like okay. I don't have really any ideas cool. before. Right. It's right. just kind
0: of in the moment. Cool. So yeah. So you're really utilizing like the the studio itself mm. as like an instrument, right? Yep. Yep. And
1: yeah. I have a good setup where I can like record my drums and stuff. So uh-huh. it's like I have a, I have a bass guitar. I have. Awesome. And then, excuse me for uh, mm. samples. Uh, splice.com. Have you heard of this? Uh. Uh-uh, uh no. It's huge for producers right now. It's awesome. It's like a subscription. Uh, eight bucks a month and then it's a lit a huge 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 library of royalty free samples oh nice and so and some like really wow. big names and producers put their stuff on there for people to just use so that's i mean music for me has always been like hence the the beat tape too is just like you know for sharing and mm-hmm. inspiration and stuff right. and so splices uh huge community in itself and that's where i go for a lot of samples sometimes and if i'm feeling creative but don't know where to start i just go through packs there until i find something
0: interesting right right Mm -hmm. cool so like um i'm hearing a lot about beats like that's like kind of the core of where it all comes from and it makes sense because you also play drums you know Yeah. Um, what is it like though doing something like a solo project where it's Mm -hmm. you know it's you're the main force behind it as opposed to like You know, playing with a band in the studio or writing or something. Yeah. Is it a lot different for you this way?
1: Definitely. It feels entirely different just because it's very Mm self-motivated. And so, like, that EP, like, full-fledged songs with vocals and everything, like, those are kind of rare. Uh Because I'm just, like, it's when I feel like I can add that extra step, the vocals in particular. Right. Um, And so... But then there's no pressure, you know, Yeah. like, I don't know, like I'm, I have a bunch of beats set aside for maybe more oof stuff, but I've been trying to write over them, but nothing's really stuck yet. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, I just got these beats I'm sitting on and like, yeah. if I yeah. think of something or hear something, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still making more beats. So,
0: right, right. It's good to collect that stuff, right. Mm-hmm. And have a whole bag of like tricks, so to say, you yep. know, I mean, cause I know a lot of people who will, um, be writing and they'll be halfway through something or, you know, or trying to lay it down on tape i'm doing air quotes but you know mm-hmm. and then they'll be like oh i i don't like this idea i've kind of racked it they kind of rack it in their head and it's done yeah you know it's like well no you had a good nugget mm-hmm. there maybe just save it yeah you know something i do like, that sometimes you know, where
1: i just find a part or i like strip away everything except one part that developed that was kind of cool mm-hmm. but right i also do sometimes just ditch. just scrap
0: it it. yeah sometimes end. you have to sometimes mm-hmm. you have to you know but mm-hmm. you never know yep. someday that that little piece of that might yeah. be like oh that fits perfect right here exactly where, you know, and that has happened a couple times with the nice, few, like, things that i nice. built up that feels good doesn't it Isn't yeah that a great feeling it's definitely like, yeah it's like you fight like like you found your car keys, you yeah. know, like there was something missing. And all of a sudden you're like, I found the missing piece, the missing link. You yep. know, like you want to call everyone and be like, dude, I found it. I yeah, got it. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. Um, what about like lyrically and mm. thematically? Like when you do add a melody and sing over it, like um, where do you draw inspiration for that? Um, Just experiences,
1: I okay. suppose. Like right. I try not to be too literal, but a lot of them do end up being... I guess in my mind, because I know what they're about, they seem literal, but maybe they they aren't. Um, So just like what I'm feeling at the time um, and for all of them, except for Cashier, I just made the beat and then Mm -hmm. I sent it to Dante and he did his verse in the chorus, which then set the theme, Okay, um, you know, right. and then I was like, oh, well, I was just writing this thing in my notebook that actually kind of fit really well. And then that's where my Ooh. verse came from. Like, I wasn't even originally going to be on that song. I was just oh, going to wow. be a Doug Boodle with someone else, maybe. Right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because I do still send stuff to, I, you know, on Instagram and in person, like, um, have just like met. Some people who sing or rap and mm-hmm. stuff, and like right. specifically, there's a cool crew in Lacrosse, the Lavender Project. A lot of them they Ooh. were at uh, No Name yeah. just this yeah. weekend. Yeah. There's Jet Hertz and Fernando, um, and we and uh, Kyle, uh, one more young, and uh, those three I talk mm-hmm. a lot and kind of send ideas back and nice. actually, um, I might. It's not going to be like anything special because it'll be just on SoundCloud. I mean, okay. it will be special because it'll right. be cool. But I do hopefully around that time uh, this premieres, there should be a song with Fernando. Oh, sweet. Because I'm working on the video sometime this week. Excellent. So So just once in a while, there's like one off. Yeah, because that's another part of it is I just felt like, um, especially when I was mainly focusing and, you know, still, but mainly doing instrumentals. It's Mm -hmm. like I want people to listen to it, but especially with me, like if I – there's something with it, like whether a cool visual that doesn't need to be an engaging story, but just something happening. Yeah. Or yeah. like I've made a few and I really enjoy people like the physical process of making a beat, like they film themselves building it up and stuff. Oh, and nice. That's really cool too. So, that sounds interesting. So I that's like why that. I, I like Instagram because it's just like, here's my beats, but then here's something to look right, at. To, right, <laughs> to like right. listen to them.
0: Well, what a great way to collaborate too, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, there's, we have so many tools today, you know? Yeah. You know, ways to share like that where you can, you know you could send something off to someone and you get home later that night bam and they've sent back another yeah. idea and it's like totally wow you know mm-hmm. it's kind of mind-blowing for someone my age <laughs> yeah you know totally
1: you know and like oh. remote stuff is huge like yeah. i recorded drums for an album uh called going places by dozens of cousins i don't okay. know if i sent you that but i, I don't should think so yeah um he's a friend of mine from college that now lives in the cities and he okay. just sent me stuff and i would record drums nice. at my house as i was learning uh-huh so that one fun because there's all the drums sound different because I was different points of understanding right. uh-huh. like how to record them right and then send them back and just that was my first time doing that and seeing the finished product was like crazy you know because cool. I'm, I'm
0: just I'm also just starting to collaborate that way so uh-huh. right. it's really right. crazy to see It's super exciting when you learn, you know, new stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, like, um, well, like, before we turned the mics on, I was telling you how I'm kind of learning to play drums, you know, so it's such a fantastic process, especially when you're familiar with that from a different angle. Yeah. You know, like being a, a, you know, I used to play bass a lot, so it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm in the rhythm section, but I'm not mm-hmm. back there banging on those. I don't know what yeah. that feels like, you know. So totally, it's cool to see the other perspective. I think it makes it, it makes the whole thing kind of come together in your head. You mm-hmm. know? Like, oh, this is how it fits together. Yeah, you know? totally. So let's get back into another tune, because I, w- I was going to ask you about writing partners, but you kind of addressed that already. Yeah, so yeah. awesome. Awesome. Uh, I am here talking to Tyler Steinley tonight. Um, he is the force behind OOF, which is a new project uh, from right here in Winona. And uh, Tyler, you might know him from uh, many other bands in the area. I'm not going to list them all, <laughs> because that would be... Take too long. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll be back uh, to talk to Tyler some more after this, but uh, here's a tune off of his uh, debut EP. This is one called Infinity Symbol, and you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL.
2: I don't feel so- Growth is what you call it, we're still changing, need group participation, not just mediation, when I'm flying high
0: That's Infinity Symbol off of the OOF EP from OOF, from right here in Winona, Minnesota, and OOF is actually Tyler Steinle, and Tyler's in the studio with us tonight. Um, so, Tyler, you know, we talked about a little bit about, the, you know, how you record and stuff, mm-hmm. and you kind of alluded to this, like, you know, when you were learning how to record drums and stuff like that can you kind of describe that journey for me? Because that's something I think just personally, I'm really interested in that yeah. You know, And I've also, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, um, you know, what can maybe just tell us about your micing setup or how you, you know, yeah. how you approach laying drums down basically.
1: Yeah. Well, um, originally, cause I've been just messing around with recording since like high school. I didn't take mm-hmm. it seriously until like 2020, but right. just messing around. And so, I always did just like kick snare and one overhead or maybe two if mm-hmm. I had, right. Them available. Um, and that's actually what I did when I started doing that. And funny enough, going back to in the intro song, uh-huh. I put that on there cuz that's the very first thing I recorded when I got oh, that equipment. Cool. That's the and that was the equipment was just a two channel mixer that also recorded but it only output in one channel. Okay. So it's like mm-hmm. so it was very yep. difficult, but that's what I started learning on. So those drums were just a single Overhead. Oh wow! Um, nice. So that's how it started. But now, through experimenting, and my my roommate Connor, who plays in Swashbuckler mm-hmm. with me, has also gotten super in. Like at the same time, we kind of learned, and he's much more of a engineer. I don't know. Okay. He's into the mic placements right. and right. stuff like that. Where I'm like, if it sounds good, like I can right. mix it. You know, he's the one <laughs> so,
0: worrying about phase cancellation yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so it works well when we like work on stuff because then you know we each have some know-how. But he experimented a lot with drum setup. And then we kind of figured out the current one, which is still kick, snare, and uh, one overhead. Mm-hmm. But then for a second overhead, we have one that I have a condenser mic that has three settings. And one is, it's actually like these these mics. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. you can't see it if you're listening. It's like but a figure eight. Or, yeah. And yeah. It, you can go out to both sides. Mm-hmm. And so we put that... Um, just above the bass drum kind of by the toms Ooh, and it gets okay. a lot of the toms yeah. and it gets a lot of everything so right. it's like another kind of room mic almost right right but it's really close and nice. so i'm getting some good sounding drums from that awesome
0: oh that's really cool yeah. i i just find that stuff fascinating you yeah. know um thanks for because me nerd i think out like about yourself it. yeah well thanks for coming in so <laughs> i can nerd out about <laughs> yeah. it you know i mean you know i think i think i have a similar um, experience to you in that you know I'm around this stuff constantly, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, this is kind of what I've chosen as a career, only my career is in broadcasting, mm-hmm. and the software, the hardware, including microphones, everything is slightly different than what you would do in music production. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's so close, but yet there's differences, you yeah. know? And I think it's it's kind of fun to figure that out and, like, you know. Totally. Oh, wait, now okay, and then it – things start to click in your head from your personal experience to, like, mm-hmm. your, the new things you're learning, and you're like, oh, oh, that's how that works. Yeah, oh my God. yeah. so obvious. How, why didn't you? say, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um, so how about the, like, instrumentation, mm-hmm. you know? Because I know... Well, first of all, I got a question about that. Yeah. Uh, drums, like, mm-hmm. is it all live drums, or is there lots of... Because you said you started with beats a lot of times. Yeah. Is there a good mix? Like, how do you... It's a good... Mix
1: okay, so intro has live drums, etc., infinity symbol, and bender all have drum loops that okay. I found and like a, you know adjusted the speed or whatever to fit, but right, um, definitely just built off of those. I mean, man, that got me thinking, cashier. That one has a break from The Count, which is one of my favorite producers. That has ha- He sells a bunch of packs, and he's okay. one who makes beat videos. So cool. that one was built because I bought one of his packs, and I thought that loop was super cool. Uh-huh. And then uh, the outro, um, I've been thinking, uh, has me live drumming, but it's like on a MIDI pad. Oh, cool. Because I have a MIDI pad. And that's yeah. actually how I now prefer if I'm doing beats. Um, And oftentimes when I, like, find drum loops is I still add some percussive elements and stuff. Mm -hmm, Um, And so how I've been doing that is I try the finger drums because I have, like, a finger pad, but it's just not. And so I have, yeah, I have one that I can physically hit with sticks like a drum set since that's what I'm used to. So that's what I've been doing. So that's why that one also sounds really wonky because it's not, that was kind of the point is it's not quantized. Like, it's not on the beat, so it's supposed to sound kind of off a little bit. So that was very deliberate, and that came from me live playing the the pads, e-drums yeah Yeah. oh cool
0: that's very cool huh we're gonna have to talk about that later i'm I'm really interested in the pads (laughs) um but what about like other instruments you Mm -hmm. know when you bring those in like um is there a lot of samples like how are you creating the sounds
1: um a mix of samples and then i do still like to play some parts uh, melodically, um, and then mm. I just like use arpeggiators or something okay, like that to yep, make it more interesting. Yep. Because I definitely am a more as we've kind of talked more rhythmically focused, especially right. with building these. So I find a try to find a good pocket or groove, and then that's kind of what does it for me. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Build um, everything into that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a good mix. Um, I use some plugins that have um, uh, what's replications, I suppose, of like analog synths okay. and stuff. Arturia, uh-huh. yep. their analog collection. I use that a lot. Nice. And so uh, a lot of the weird, and basically my goal with OOF and just my own sound is to make, because I've, I've gotten really into pop music over mm-hmm. the past few years because nice. there's, there's some really good stuff there and like, is, I, I don't there? know, I was just kind of a, a prick and didn't want to, like I turned up my nose um, and then I just got over it. And there's right. like awesome, right. there's really cool, and there's really cool stuff. Right. And so but, I've been really inspired by that. And so the, what I like to do is make it catchy, like mm-hmm. still, yeah. but like also find ways to basically, like if someone were to hear a sound, like be like, what is that? Like I have an right. idea, like the noise at the end of infinity symbol is, and there's some like field recording, cause that one is Ooh. a sample. Of, I worked at Prairie Moon Nursery over the summer and uh-huh. we were working with PVC pipe and one of my coworkers was just blowing into PVC pipe. Right. And so I like recorded it and then I pitched it to the pitch uh-huh. and uh, just like did a bunch of crazy stuff to it. So that kind of like horn in the last oh. chorus of that is just cool. a dude blowing into a PVC Did pipe. you,
0: what did you record it on your phone? Yeah, my, you... phone nice. my phone. Nice. Nice. I was going to ask you about that too, if you've mm. been gotten into sampling sounds.
1: And... Yep. I, I have a zoom recorder that I've been trying to utilize nice. more and mm-hmm. I got a recently got a pocket operator, which is oh, like what's that? Um, it's they have a bunch of different kinds, but the one I got, um, you can it's basically like a mini drum machine, it's smaller than my cell phone, Cool. and it also you can record onto it, so uh-huh. it's like it's basically just like a mini a sampler, sampler that fits in my pocket. Oh. And so, what I've been doing that's been a great inspiration, too. <laughs> is that a
0: sampler in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice man
1: yeah i just make little beats on there that aren't beats in their entirety just because the setup is so simple but Uh they're cool ideas and then i've often especially in some of the newer stuff since i've gotten it um i just like pull those little bits and then i build Uh off of the beats that i built on that right
0: oh fun fun that's something i'd like to get into someday is sampling yeah i just think that's fantastic it's
1: tricky to say like i try sampling song songs like off youtube and Mm -hmm. you know finding just obscure records on weird youtube channels and stuff but i just that's something i haven't been able to do very successfully just because i mean like you can't always there are programs to separate the noises in the tracks but then they sound pretty bad and like i just can't figure out just because I'm not, like I said, very melodically sound, I have a hard time making the mesh with the rest of the song. Right. Mm-hmm. So everything I sam- like sample, sample, unless it's a melody off splice that it tells you the exact key it's in and whatever, <laughs> right. is uh, the a lot of the found sound, so to speak, from mm-hmm. other stuff is often right. like drum breaks and stuff like that oh, that I cool. hear. Yep. Like I made one off uh, it's in a slowed down version of uh intro to a Dolly Parton song. Like the, really? he, he does like a crazy intro fill and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cool. So then I
0: ripped it and yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, you find stuff everywhere. Yeah. You know, inspiration is everywhere. Um, uh, Oh, Oh, the next tune that we're going to play is, uh, and now you, you might have to help me out on pronounce this. Is it Bender? Bender. Okay, it's about yeah. going on a Bender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's what I thought, you know, yeah. lyrically and everything, but you know um i'm not the best at words without yeah vowels yeah so, yeah, yeah. It's um it's an artistic choice right yeah totally <laughs> but um speaking of that like and you okay so i'm gonna calm myself down a little bit here yeah this is exciting for me i really dig i really know, appreciate I really, that no really it's fun I, stuff.
1: I love digging in like this i don't have but, the opportunity unless it's friends who right are like just shut up already man yeah, not that anyone yeah, yeah. actually does but i talk a lot but about it, it with my it feels music like that sometimes friends. right
0: yeah. yeah what about like um i know you mentioned um earlier that you use auto-tune a lot you yeah, know because um, i cannot sing <laughs> well i was thinking it was more of an artistic choice it, it also of the sound, is yeah know? no to- with the weird and catchy that's why it works well mm-hmm. it's like it's right. like
1: well i can't sing but i can make my voice sound gnarly and that's right. kind of the point right. although i will i will uh, give myself a little credit where is due because cashier uh my verse first not the singing mm-hmm. part that has auto-tune but the verse first that's very little auto-tune because i've been nice. working on uh-huh. trying to use it yeah, more artistically instead of
0: out of necessity right 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 for sure um so how about uh like how do you get how do you get inspired with sound you know what mm-hmm. i mean like when you're you know, you, you you talked about recording your coworker blowing into a PVC pipe. Mm. You know, like like what else? You know, when you're walking on the street, is it like do you just hear stuff and be like, oh, oh, I gotta walk across the street and go record that? You know, or yes, but one thing I'm working on is actually the follow through of
1: then recording it because I mean, oh. even though it's on my phone, like there's yeah. so many times I like, oh, that sounds super cool, and then I just don't. So the it's definitely it's like a habit, just like anything mm-hmm. else, being like right. you know willing. So. I'm going on a trip up north to Duluth um, over spring break. My spring break, I work out of school. And like mm-hmm.
0: um, I'm planning on bringing the field recorder and seeing if I can get some nice. interesting stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, maybe we should check Bender out then yeah let's just check it out and we'll come back and uh, talk some more about it i am in the studio with tyler steinley tonight uh he just released a solo effort called oof and um and we're checking it out right now and breaking it down and talking about it with you so um this one is called bender bndr from oof and you're hearing it on the sound on 89.5 KQAL.
2: day but still i got my eyes red through the haze my focus getting cleaner violence so loud I might get a mixed demeanor still putting hours in feelings fade and i don't know where i am i woke up on the floor of your bedroom stumbled up the door know i'm late but i can't remember more i'm going through my texts for a rescue I've been feeling weird lately And I've been procrastinating getting much my shit together I could feel better If only I took some time to work it out This isn't my first rodeo And I'm always the clown I listen to the radio To slow down, the feeling in my bones is that I should have skipped town. But one more talk will bring me back around. Waited all year, but it's finally the weekend. Slept all day, but still, I got my eyes red. Through the haze, my focus getting cleaner, vibing so loud.
0: That was Bender, and that's a track from uh the latest release from Oof. It's actually uh, the debut release. And uh Oof is Tyler Steinley, and we have Tyler in the studio with us tonight. Um so Bender, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we, we touched a little bit of, about writing earlier on. Um mm. and uh uh, you mentioned how, you know, usually uh, it's the beat, basically, that yeah. inspires you, yeah. you know, um, rhythm, things like that. Uh, this one struck me lyrically, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you draw from, like, real experiences or do you, like, kind of draw from a real experience and then just expand upon it? Like, are things... I yeah. guess what I'm trying to say, are, do you write true stories or fiction or is it a, a kind of a mesh? Definitely a mix where it's okay. like
1: the, the basic concepts and ideas are definitely rooted in my life. Right. But then, you know, I ex- expand upon them in mm-hmm. like, you know, just diff- using different language right. and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, attempting to be maybe a little less literal because, uh, yeah. Right. But that <laughs> one, that one in particular was definitely written after... Uh, a bender. bender. Yeah, no, I went to <laughs> Minneapolis to hang out with the the Sleepy Jay guys, and we went mm-hmm. to a bunch of shows because a bunch of our friends were playing. So it was just right. like... And then I came back and worked at No Name, but also, you know had a few beers while i was working at a crazy rock show so it was like i don't know man i'm not in college anymore three days and i'm like (laughs) that's a long yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a long stint yeah and so and then you know some some aspects and some lyrical stuff definitely draws from other i don't know instances of similar feelings but that's that was the catalyst of being like oh i you know some some of those lines popped in my head as i was driving home from minneapolis and stuff
0: nice 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 you know um he's in my head because I just saw his name here in the on uh, my notes um, because I wanna uh, touch on something but uh, uh Austin from Derry Austin oh Dury, yeah yeah um, he was telling me that he writes in the car all the time so oh, that kind of yeah. that kind of reminded me of that. And um, do you ever, like when you're getting ideas in mm-hmm. the car and coming home, do you uh, do you pull over and write them down? Mm-hmm. Or do you like whip out your phone and record it? Or like... That's
1: another follow through thing that I need oh, really? to work on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, you know, both my, you know, I'm, this is, maybe this is a good catalyst cause I'll actually start doing these things. Cause <laughs> right? sometimes I do um, when I can remember too. And I like try, especially recently, I've been trying to like write before bed and stuff mm-hmm. like that um but a lot of times no sometimes i just remember it like it's in my brain so much right. and then maybe that's why i want to write a song using it is because i just think these things so much mm-hmm. um but i don't know i was thinking about that actually um on my way here because i remember going to sleep last night and thinking something being like oh that's a good line i'll i'll do it in the morning and now it's obviously and it has gone gone yeah, yeah. yeah so
0: you know i used to look at that like you know if it's stuck in my head enough, then that idea must've been worthwhile. Yeah. And then the other ones that I forgot, well, maybe they weren't as good, but I don't know. Cause I can't remember them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I use my phone. So like, and I usually start with melody. So like okay, if something yeah. comes out, I put it on my phone and I can remember exactly how it went. Whereas like in the past, like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I'd have an idea. I'd write it down on paper. Mm-hmm. I come back to it the next day and I'm like, That looks stupid, yeah. And I can't remember how the melody went at all. Like Mm -hmm. that's dumb, you know. And now it's like, ooh, with Mm -hmm. the phone, I can record it, and bam, I've got the exact idea I had. Yeah, you know.
1: That's, I guess, kind of with that. Just because I approach rhythmically, that Uh I guess I just like write because I don't know. Like poems themselves kind Mm -hmm. of have rhythm, Rhythm, and so I just kind of write. Very rarely do I write for a song i just okay. like write and then like i have a notebook and then i go back So like this week and when i was trying to write it. stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah and i mean w- sometimes i sit down in front of my monitors with the beat going and write but then it's definitely rhythmically and that's why i like auto-tune because it gives me a tool to find the mm-hmm. melody because i can right. just like and then it yeah. like i'll eventually <laughs> do something kind of cool and catchy and so that's definitely a
0: tool but right right yeah it's interesting. It's it's. I just find it interesting how things have progressed like that. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of which, and the reason I had um, Austin down here in my notes is because I know they just released an EP on cassette. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think last month. But um, uh, physical releases, are you going to do any physical releases of OOF? or? Probably
1: not okay. for
0: OOF. Um, just because
1: much like Weeds, it's a much... It's just kind of like when stuff is going on, mm-hmm, right. I'll, I'll push it. You know, like I don't feel a need for content or to make my next album like right. super immediately. It's right. just kind of as it comes. And so with that, it's kind of like low key. If I ever did a full album or something, it might mm-hmm. be cool down the road, but there's no plans. Um. Now for that. Okay, okay.
0: Just kind of pure pure art, right? Like yep. when it strikes you, you yep, know, yep. go for it. Very cool. For. What do you think, you know, especially since you do Weed's Records, like, mm-hmm. what do you think of physical releases these days, you know? Oh, I like them,
1: like, and I definitely think that cassettes are cool because uh-huh. um, they're cheap to make, Right. they're cheap to buy, they still have the physical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of coming back. I guess tape players are hard to find. I haven't really right, tried because yeah. I just you know download or stream
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but the only one i'm always tentative about and have yet to do is vinyl just because right. it's super That's expensive spending. and yeah. you know like it's i've learned recently like how much of a carbon footprint vinyl records oh, make. it's like yeah. really bad and then you see artists yeah. like adele literally destroying the supply chain to get like 30 million vinyl records of wow. made That yeah i, I was wow. also thinking about that recently where um I don't know. No hate on Adele as a person, but whoever's running her business—that right. was kind of a low blow. Because like, familiar with what happened? Yeah, but. indie labels are now uh, on. Are like some? Some of them are like a year behind on getting their vinyl shipments. Really? So just all, because all all of the resources so were going to the Adele album. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Wow. Well, maybe we'll have. Maybe we'll have to make hemp records or something. Oh, that would be cool. You know.
1: Um. There are. So. One of the coolest things I've seen recently, and I have one, it's uh, of Sweet and Lonely. So Nick, uh-huh. Sleepy J, yeah, Nick yeah soul yeah. thing, mm-hmm. he gave us these. He's really, he works a lot with this company out of Austin called Burp FM, Okay, um, which is, they're super cool. They do like monthly Spotify playlists and stuff, and they're just a cool company to follow, but they do a monthly record club. But what it is, is it's a single printed on a postcard. So they oh, mail nice. you a postcard, and yeah. then it has the plastic vinyl in there. Which he actually yep. made a video, of the creator of the postcards. And for really big batches, he does he like goes through some company or does a machine or something. Uh-huh. But the rest of them, like the sweet and lonely ones that were like a very limited run, he uh-huh. does all of them by hand. Oh wow! And so it's a postcard that you just put on, and then it goes. Wow. But it's it is really <laughs> funny because it like is supposed to because it's a single and a smaller record. Like I'm not mm-hmm. too familiar, but I know you have switched the speed the speed for okay. the singles right. um and everyone has it at the wrong one so so nick oh, is tagged, funny. and all these uh, uh like stories of people being like love the new single from sweet and lonely and it's him like in a chipmunk voice wow and but
0: everyone's still like oh yeah this is awesome oh, that's funny yeah. that is funny see i remember um uh, well, back when I was young, you know, back when I was a teenager, um, my only source of information from this stuff was magazines, yeah. you know, and I can remember like guitar player magazine and guitar world. And there would be, uh, little records in there, mm-hmm. like the little flexible plastic little yeah. pages and you'd rip them out and throw them on the turntable. Oh, that's you know? cool. Um, so that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, I, Nice. I, you know, I saw a video of him doing, having one of those. Um, I think that kind of stuff is sweet. He's really yeah. good at like producing some unique merch oh he's you know. yeah he's killing it man. so so that's that's really cool speaking of which uh this next tune actually um touches on a few things cashier here so this features mm-hmm. doug boodle yep right so we have a collaboration going on that mm-hmm. you know you were talking about sending this one to dante and stuff yep. um it also the sound of it um reminds me of nick and the sweet and lonely stuff oh nice there's like a I don't know. There's some sort of retro thing happening here. Yeah, I appreciate that. that. That reminded me of that, you know. Yeah, sweet. Um, definitely which, very,
1: like, much more indie uh, vibes yeah, than indie just vibe. the weird kind yep. of, like, electro pop
0: as right, the earlier right. part of the EP. Yeah, yep, for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, was that in, on purpose? Was that conscious? Or I mean, I'm always, like, super I, inspired by what my
1: friends are doing. So right. may, maybe, it wasn't conscious, but right. I definitely was going for a more melodic, I mean, all of the the stuff that I do vocals on is melodic. Like, Mm -hmm. I make, like, hip-hop and, like, hard rap beats, and those are the ones I send to rappers. I can't (laughs) can't touch those. Right, right. But um, that one, even more so, was just so melodic, and, yeah, like, that I was like, oh, Dante would sound really good on this. Cool. So I sent it over. And just OOF as a whole, like, I have talked to them about this. Like, this is very much inspired by Sleeping Jesus, because so much of the inspiration to do it came out of making our new album, Uh and so much of my interest in making melodic, but still absolutely insane sounds Mm -hmm. came from Mike, our producer. He introduced, really introduced me to that concept and that idea, and being like, look how cool and fun this is, and so like, yeah, that got done, it just got done, so it's funny that this came out actually before the album, but Uh like, once you hear the album, maybe it'll make more sense, because it's like absolutely insane sounding and so i was definitely inspired by that cool cool
0: i love that you know i mean it's basically we are what we eat you know whatever you consume and take in you know that's gonna feed what you Mm -hmm. put out you know so i always find that interesting when people are you know when the family tree crosses different bands and stuff like that and how Mm -hmm. the sound spreads you Mm -hmm. know totally kind of cool um what about uh well let's play it we haven't played it yet have we let's go ahead and play cashier yeah so people can hear what we're talking about and then uh then we'll come back and talk some more i'm here with tyler steinley um he just released a solo effort called oof and uh this is a tune off of it this is cashier featuring doug boodle right here on the sound on 89.5 KQAL.
2: I used
0: to never get embarrassed but I'm back at it I'm a maladaptive captive with a bad habit I got two new friends, both catnip addicts And I'm doing my best just to keep them fat and happy Guess it's back to the cafe where the attracted.
2: Sushi. R.E.M. messing with my head, it's ratatouille Mincing up my words, the cycle's got me in a knot You ask me what I'm into, I can't say that I do a lot Got all that baggage, trash keeps piling higher Pretending I recycle or I've seen the Eiffel Tower Getting to the point faster than I prick my finger on Stepping up to your hot no wonder I keep smelling wrong The cashier knows my name, see space. This is my favorite place. I'm baby
0: That was Cashier featuring Doug Boodle, and that's a track off of the uh, album Oof uh, by Tyler Steinley, right here in Winona. And I've got Tyler in the studio tonight. So, um, so let's see. Where were we? Because we were we were getting into something here before we played that tune. Inspiration. Um, yes, the inspiration. How how songs sounds cross over between mm-hmm. you know band members from band to band. Um, so, before we played the track, we were kind of talking about the sound of it, you know. And mm-hmm. I don't just for me personally when I heard it, it um, um, like you said, it's a little more indie. You know, on the toward, towards the indie side of the spectrum rather than, you know, the electro pop. Mm. Um, um, but it's got this like retro feel to it for me, you yeah. know, and I don't even, I can't pinpoint it. Like,
1: there's a lot um, of, uh, well, the break is from a pack that in particular is like drawing inspiration from like old,
0: mm-hmm. like old pop, like, yeah, yeah, old,
1: yeah, breaks yeah. and stuff. And then, um, there's a lot of vinyl crack, you <laughs> know. So okay. maybe that, that just is yeah, like a, you yeah. know, it hits that part of your brain. Where
0: you're like, wow, right. this sounds old. Right. <laughs> it's funny because I told Nick when I did I did a show on the Sleeping... Or not the Sleeping uh the Sweet and Lonely stuff. Mm. And I told him his his sound reminded me of like listening to records on Sunday morning. Like that was a thing yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Sundays would, were record days, just like, you know. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's why I didn't think of it until just now, but I think that's probably why is the record crackles and stuff like that. Yep. There's
1: it's been fun kind of figuring that out and realizing that the sound of the instruments sometimes even more so than Mm -hmm. the actual melodies and stuff can make it sound. Yeah. Bring you back.
0: Right. Do you know, um, like what else might be in that track that, you know, the, the one we just heard cashier that like creates that kind of retro feel. Are there things, certain specific things you did to it to, uh, not really. To to there like, no? I
1: don't remember yeah. the specific effects I put on everything, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, just, I do remember that was one, which you can hear it. There's, like, some f- f- foley sounds, or, like, it's, like, there's, like, birds chirping, and, like, okay, it sounds yep, like you're going yep, on, a yep, walk, on a walk, like, yep, that yep, kind of stuff. Yep. I don't know if that consider, uh, contributes to the retro feel, but um, that's big in, like lo-fi yeah right and maybe that's why because
0: that whole genre kind of makes me feel retro so maybe that's why and i'm very
1: inspired yeah i try to expand a little bit past the the lo-fi boom bap even though that's like super cool and right you know i can't i i've tried to replicate it a couple times and and with no success but it's just Mm -hmm. uh it's it's kind of everywhere so it's like i try to not fall into just that pattern i suppose right right
0: yeah, yeah. well i think you have a very i mean it's only six tracks um the first and last are only a minute and hmm. minute minute 30 tops yep you know i think you have a lot of variety going on yeah in just a short you. amount of time i mean yeah definitely the goal yeah yeah i think it's a really awesome sampling like if you were like yeah this is oof you know yep. boom i psh- like you've said a lot here. Yeah. I really do. Man. Thanks, man. And really it, cool. It's
1: cool because, yeah, that's kind of the point is like I, I'm always kind of jumping genres. And then it's mm-hmm. like if I um, – like I have a friend in town that I'm sending every – like she's an incredible singer. Shelby, She's sang with uh, The Lavender Project and Okay, she sings with Sugar Lads. Mm-hmm. Like I've been sending her um, just if I have like kind of funky disco stuff because I thought she would be good on that. And then it's like the hard – rap stuff i send a jet and fernando and okay right um and then the more like kind of lo-fi jazzy stuff um is Flocks, like a rapper okay around here that nice just started doing stuff recently i don't know if he's gonna put out a ton but when we work together he's like
0: stoked so very nice very nice well cool what's uh i know you've kind of mentioned that um you just kind of go with the flow for this mm-hmm. for oof but uh do you have anything like concrete like coming up next or is it kind of not
1: at all i mean that song with fernando hopefully by the time Mm -hmm. this is out okay um but beyond that nothing just kind of okay yeah uh, i was definitely at the point which is cool because with this the no pressure it's like i can go through phases right it's like i'll still always be like making instrumentals and stuff Mm -hmm. um if i have the time but it's like as far as business and promotion wise like a bunch of my other projects like i've been kind of talking about our mm-hmm. wrapping up and stuff and right i'm working right. on recording some other stuff with people so it's like that's kind of taking the mm-hmm. precedence
0: yeah yeah well and that leaves your artistic um direction i suppose kind of open and free yeah totally. Know, really when there's no pressure like that mm-hmm. for sure um so yeah next up for you is probably releases of other you know yeah. like your other projects swashbuckler in 2 swashbuckler weeks
1: no, no, no. or, uh, or uh, not the 9th the 11th march 11th this okay, is for the 11th so hey when you hear this in 2 days the swashbuckler album's out yes and then um yes yeah, sleepy J, we just got the masters back sleeping jesus and so that's Hopefully, yeah. Do you know when? S- no, and if I, uh, we have some ideas, but I don't know if I can say right, but, right. I mean, this year, like it is, mm-hmm, we're gonna get right. it out this year because we've been working out for three freaking years, so yeah, like, yeah. It's, about, <laughs> it's about time.
0: Well, cool. I'm looking forward to all that stuff, man, and uh, looking forward to what else comes out of uh, Weeds, also, yeah, you know, yeah, thank you. After, wow.
1: after the swash album, which is the next Weeds release, we actually don't have anything at all on the docket because that's very much as i've talked about when i've been mm-hmm. here talking about weeds it's kind of like when i find someone that i want to work with that is trying to put stuff out or mm-hmm. i do have some people around here and like friends that are like hey i'm trying to put this out mm-hmm. um then i do it but otherwise it's not like there's like content out. backed up you know right, yeah so yeah. once the swash is done that's kind of the big thing then it's like i'm it's kind of in for weeds for a little bit. Right. Like not intentional, I'm sure. You get That'll some time. Yeah. Well,
0: you know what? Maybe the Sleeping Jesus record will be out. Yeah. And maybe you guys can go out and play. Yeah, that, that is doing the goal. That, so. Hopefully,
1: we want to like live on the road right. And post-summer, Right. hopefully. Right.
0: Well, I hope you guys get to, man. Yeah, thank for you. Sure, for sure. We do have one more track, but before we go... Um, So I know you're on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. Um, Anywhere else? Can we find you, like, Spotify and iTunes and stuff?
1: Yeah, the Oofy P is on all streaming streaming. and stuff. The Beat beat Pack um, is just on Bandcamp. Just Bandcamp, okay. And then I put out songs. I think I might, just because... Unfortunately, I mean, this is getting into business stuff, but it seems like SoundCloud is kind of on the decline. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, I might start releasing more of my songs, uh, just the one-offs, like mm-hmm. with Raina, uh, other artists and stuff just on Bandcamp. Cool. So I would nice. say Bandcamp, it would be the best place
0: to follow me if you want everything. Right, right. Um, Excellent. Because, yeah. Yeah. I love Bandcamp, man. Yeah, me too. It's, it's perfect. Cool. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, yeah, Tyler, been a pleasure talking to you about this today. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, everyone out there, check out OOF. You can go to Bandcamp and uh, follow OOF, follow Weed's Records. I'm OOFDA with and- two H or H's on the DAW.
1: Uh, on ah. Instagram. And oh, okay. I mean, there's a, nice. if you want to follow, like, I put a lot of, like, one-off videos and stuff on there. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Cool. I always forget about that because I'm... Yeah. Not young anymore. Yep. So I always forget about Instagram. Thanks. I am not on TikTok, but I am on Instagram. <laughs> TikTok gives me panic attacks. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> social media gives me panic oh, attacks, yeah. to say the least. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, like I said, pleasure talking to you. Um, let's go out with another tune. I've been here talking to Tyler Steinle. Um His latest uh, solo effort called OOF is out now. Uh, you can find it on Bandcamp and uh, streaming platforms, but um, I'd recommend following the Bandcamp because then you'll find his beat packs and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff that he's going to release. So uh, this last track is uh, called I've Been Thinking. It's the outro. So um, enjoy this. It's from OOF from right here in Winona, Minnesota, and you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL. again to Tyler Steinley of OOF for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more from OOF, check them out on Bandcamp or your favorite streaming service. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from OOF on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.